Am I doing it wrong? That is the question that comes up a lot when talking about law of attraction, law of assumption, living in the end, and even sometimes when doing any kind of other practice, such as practices with witchcraft. Am I doing it wrong? And I will say this, there is no right or wrong way to go about affirming for yourself to go about doing something. It's all about your faith and belief in yourself and in what you are doing that actually determines whether or not it's going to work for you. Because I talk about different things on this podcast, everything from law of attraction, law of assumption, magic, anything like that. And I will say that there is, there are certain things that go into manifesting, affirming, doing different kinds of magic, really, um, Working with the law of attraction, working with the law of assumption, working with quantum physics, esotericism, there are things that are going to come up that kind of seem like structures and rules to these practices. But I will say that it's less of a rule-based system and more of a guidance system. And what it is what that guidance system is, is more of your own personal guidance system. You want to do things that actually feel good to you. And if something doesn't feel good to you, or it doesn't feel like it aligns with you intuitively, then you don't have to do it. If someone is telling you that you are going about your practice wrong because they are doing it a certain way that is working for them and then they are seeing the way that you do it that it, that winds up working for you but then they tell you that what you're doing is wrong it's going to give you this idea that there's only one way to do something and that therein is more of a problem of the ego Because when we see other people doing something that goes against what we believe and goes against what we desire for ourselves, then we think that they're living their life wrong. We think that they're doing something wrong. We we project this like, I'm right, you're wrong stance. And that's what winds up creating so much division in this world that is why we have so many different divisions um, political divisions religious divisions anything like that because we're always on an ego-based plane looking for separation we're always trying to separate ourselves instead of recognizing the oneness and the being that we have within ourselves as individuals And the oneness and being that exists on the collective plane. And just as much as we have this desire 
to be able to live our lives the way that we want. We have to recognize that other people are going to have that same desire. And that just because we follow specific principles or laws or anything like that doesn't mean that another person is going to follow the same things. Even people who live within the same nations don't always follow the same ideas and belief systems. There are times where it comes down to you and what you believe for yourself to be true. For example, if, and and I've seen this come up a lot in my own experience when it comes to tarot. I've had people tell me that I read tarot wrong. And I've been practicing for years. And I know that there are ways in which I can improve my practice. But I don't see the way in which I read as wrong. I'm still actively learning every single day that I choose to read tarot. Whether I'm reading tarot for clients or I'm just sitting there with my own cards and doing a reading for myself just to be able to check in with myself and follow my own intuition and connect with my tarot deck. And the biggest thing that I can say when it comes to something like that especially is that you want to connect with the practice that you have. Whatever it is that you are practicing, you want to learn it. You want to connect with it. You want to connect with it in your own way. Because, yes, there are going to be rules. There are going to be things that will come up. There are going to be, especially when it comes to something like tarot, the specific cards mean something specific. And you want to be able to understand that and know, essentially, what that card means when you see it come up in a reading that you do for a client or even in a reading that you have done for you, or a reading that you do for yourself if you are wanting to practice tarot. If you are wanting to um, go into getting tarot readings, if you are a client and you want to understand better the tarot reading that um, a reader gave to you, you can also look at the meanings of the cards yourself and sit with that meaning and maybe even journal on it and how it made you feel to get that reading and how you felt coming out of that reading and how you still feel days or weeks later. And if you are learning how to read tarot for yourself or other people, you can look at the different meanings of the tarot cards and learn what they mean, learn what they mean in conjunction with each other because there are going to be specific meanings for each individual card and you don't have to go through the deck and like you know learn each individual card by itself and just study that card by itself you can find uh, different resources you can look at the guidebook that comes with uh, because some uh, tarot decks especially if you get them in like box sets they will come with the the deck of cards and then like a guidebook that goes with that specific deck You can get um, guidebooks that are just generalized. Um, They do have guidebooks that you can get on Amazon that are just generalized for how to interpret tarot. You can go on and get free PDF downloads from places like um, biddytarot.com has free 
tarot card meanings. Um, you can go on biddytarot.com and just look at all of the different things that she has to offer um, because she offers courses for people who want to become tarot readers. She offers um, free webinars and she offers free tarot card meanings on her website. And um, uh, Biddy Tarot is owned by Bridget, Bridget Esselmont, um, who is the creator of the Everyday Tarot. Um, and she is a tarot reader out of Australia. And um, I, I love using her website for resources. And um, I've recommended her website to people who are getting into tarot reading, um, beginner tarot readers who are wanting to learn the different meanings of the cards. And I still to this day sometimes will use that website to look at the meaning of a card that maybe I don't work with a lot. Or maybe if I'm trying to interpret for myself what the reading means and like what the, what the reading, the, the spread that I've done, what the different cards mean in tandem with other with other cards such as if I if I pull a if I pull a tarot card reading for myself and I get the hanged man showing up next to the chariot what do these two cards what do they mean side by side um or if I get the lover's card next to the ace of cups (laughs) um so The Hanged Man talks about looking at your current circumstances and being able to um, kind of stop and take a pause. And the chariot would mean um, moving forward in a new direction. If the Hanged Man and the chariot come up together, then that might mean taking a pause and evaluating and assessing what's around you and looking at your life and looking at your current position to see what tools are at your disposal and what you should be thankful for before moving on in the new direction that you wish to move on. Because while it's good to have that direction, while it's good to move forward and you should always be moving forward, there are times where you should take a pause to be grateful for where you are now and and how far you've come. Celebrate that a little bit. And also look at the tools that you have at your disposal that can help you to move forward. And also look at the tools that you used that helped you get here and whether or not you still need those tools, whether or not you're still going to use those tools. And then move forward with courage and conviction. If the lover's card comes up next to the ace of cups, I know that the ace of cups speaks about an outpouring of divine love from yourself and also pouring into you from multiple sources, um, from friendships, from family, from your partner. It's all about divine love and, and true divine love and being that source of divine love and recognizing that divine love is not only coming to you, but also pouring out of you. And in conjunction with the lovers, which speaks of romantic relationships and even sometimes of self-love, depending on the type of reading that you're doing, whether you're doing a reading on self-love or you're doing a reading on an actual romantic partnership, um, 
it can mean one of two things. If you're focusing on self-love, then the lovers next to the Ace of Cups is going to signify for you that divine pouring of love that you are starting to give for yourself and you are starting to become more open to love. You are starting to become more open to love from external sources, but then also giving yourself the love that you know that you deserve and learning how to self-regulate, learning how to be in love with your life, being in love with yourself, recognizing your true potential, recognizing how beautiful you are, all of these different things. Now, if you're talking about a partnership, if you're talking about a romantic relationship, or a romantic pursuit, and you have the lovers next to the Ace of Cups, then that could be talking about, yes, you should pursue this relationship because there is a lot of divine love coming in. There is a lot of truth coming in. There is an outpouring of just pure joy and bliss and happiness between you and the other person. And what is happening here is that you and this other person are in harmony and maybe you have worked on yourself and are continuing to work on yourself and are continuing to pursue yourself and your goals and so are they they are continuing to pursue their goals and and pursue their life and they're working on themselves and what's happening here within this relationship is that you are in line to be able to sync up and help each other through life and then also give each other that divine love because you recognize both of you recognize that you are an infinite source of divine love that love is your true vibration and that you wish to share it with someone else and in this relationship you're doing that you're doing that and then if you were to have those two cards the the lovers and the ace of cups next to the two of cups that might signify a twin flame relationship because you have that divine love you have that attraction you have that romance you have that connection with the lovers card and then the ace of cups with the with the divine love and then the two of cups which speaks of harmonious balanced partnerships and being on the same page being able to see eye to eye being able to effectively communicate with one another and in the deck that I have which is the witch's tarot deck it has a man and a woman standing each holding a cup where they they're they're each holding a chalice and their arms are linked, threaded through each other as if they are going to be, you know, kind of holding, um, if you've ever seen where you'll thread your arm through the other person's arm when you go to drink from your cup and kind of, you know, have that bond. And then their other hands are hand fasted with a hand fasting rope, which is part of the Celtic marriage tradition. And some pagan marriage traditions, they do a um, ceremony called hand fasting. And what that is, is there is a blessed rope that is tied around the wrists of the two partners. And they vow to each other to be bonded. And then they will drink from their cup and, and pretty much toast to their union. And... It's so, it's so inexplicably beautiful. And, and I've had those cups come up in tandem. 
the lovers, the Ace of Cups and the Two of Cups for um, clients that I've done twin flame readings on. I've even done readings for myself and had those cards come up and and been like, oh my gosh, (laughs) Um, you know, and uh, it was... It's a really beautiful experience. But the reason why I'm using this as an example is because there is no right or wrong way to go about something. It is all about your faith, your intention, your belief in what you are doing. And I will say this. The only thing that could be, quote, wrong about what you're doing. I never want to use that word wrong because there's nothing necessarily wrong. There just could be blocks that are standing in your way, challenges that are coming up because you are gaining momentum. But what I do consider to be kind of a a double a double-minded kind of thing would be if you were to have all of these affirmations and sit in these meditations and get into the end of the wish fulfilled when you are doing your meditations, doing your affirmations, but then you're not really secure in those feelings. So say, for example, if you are looking at your life situation, looking at your life circumstances and saying, Oh, well, I will never have enough money. I don't feel secure. I don't feel secure in myself. I don't feel secure in money. I don't feel secure in my job. All of these different things. But then your hope is to manifest more money and have more financial stability and have that abundance. If you're looking at these patterns that you've had in your life, either in your past or the patterns that have continued from your past into your present, and you're looking at all of these reasons to continue to feel as though you will never have money, then you are counteracting that new belief system that you are trying to create within yourself that says, I am wealthy. I am an infinite source of wealth. Money is always coming to me. It feels good to be able to have money in my life. It feels good to not be stressed about money. It feels good to be able to spend my money. I love being able to spend my money with joy and peace and without worry. If those are your affirmations and you feel it within that state when you are saying those affirmations and when you are doing your meditations, but you're not feeling it consistently and you're not really truly feeling secure within yourself, then what happens is that it will take you longer to be able to see your manifestation realized. And it's not to say that you are doing anything wrong. You're not. You're not doing anything wrong, and I want to dismantle that belief. I want to dismantle that belief for you. You are not doing anything wrong. What is happening is that there is still some sort of fear within you towards money. And what that fear, the root of that fear, is the lack of feeling secure. There is a part of you that doesn't feel secure about money, And what usually happens is, is there is this part of your inner child 
that doesn't feel secure, that doesn't feel safe, that doesn't feel provided for, that doesn't feel taken care of. And especially if you had an experience, a childhood experience, where you had parents who were always telling you that maybe they couldn't afford something, or you recognized your parents constantly fighting about money, or you recognized that there were things that you went without, and and you feel like you're always going to be without, and and you feel as though you're not going to be able to be provided for and secure because that was your experience as a child and you still have those belief systems now then you will never really truly be secure within that mindset that you're trying to create because you always have this fear that is still lodged within you and what and what you can do in that situation is if you feel that fear coming up Notice that fear and speak to that part of you that has that fear, where that fear is coming up. Notice where that fear is coming up. Notice where you feel it most in your body. And notice what you can do to maybe speak to yourself, especially that inner child that might have those fears. How can you speak to yourself? to say that you will be secure? How can you show up for yourself and say, I recognize your fear and I am here to take care of you? And you can close your eyes and get into that state and say, you are taken care of, you are secure, you are loved, nothing is going wrong, I've got you, I'm showing up for you, I'm taking care of you, I am your provider, you are provided for, you are safe, you are happy, you are healthy, you are wealthy, you are secure, nothing is going wrong, you know, or especially if you're speaking to your inner child, you don't even have to say, you know, you are wealthy, you can just say, I am here for you, I love you so much. I care for you. You are provided for. You are safe. Nothing is going wrong. And you're not placating. You are sitting with your inner child and you are telling your inner child that you, right now, are the one that they need. You recognize that you are the one that you need, that your inner child needs, and that you are going to do everything possible to meet those needs. And not in a way to placate, not in a way to grasp at anything. You're not grasping at this this idea, but then also not feeling it at the same time. You are saying to your inner child, I've got you. Everything's okay. I love you. You are safe with me. I will do everything to keep you safe. You are safe. We are safe. You know, and, and your inner child will start to feel that and you will start to not be, not just be able to like placate because it's not just about placating your inner child. Your inner child will really start to feel that if you show up every day and you have that internalized conversation with yourself or even sit and close your eyes and say it out loud. Sometimes it helps me when I, when I sit and I close my eyes and I say my affirmations out loud or I speak to my inner child and I say, baby, I've got you. I love you. Everything is okay. 
I'm here for you. I am here for you. Nothing is going wrong. We are safe. You are safe. I am here for you. And it it helps when you get into this repetitive pattern of speaking to yourself and having this self-talk that you can truly believe in. And it's not just about your affirmations towards your goals. It's about your affirmations towards yourself. It's really telling yourself that you have what it is inside of you to be able to manifest what it is that you want. You have that power. You have everything that you desire. You are grateful for everything that you have. Especially when it comes to attracting more wealth in your life. What what starts that is being able to be thankful for what you have in your life right now. That makes you feel good. That makes you feel joyous. It could be something as simple as saying, I am thankful to have a roof over my head. Or I am thankful to have a bed to sleep in every night that feels comfortable. Or um, for me, a personal example for me would be, I am thankful that every single day is a new opportunity to have the best day possible. I am thankful that every day when I wake up, I wake up feeling rejuvenated. I wake up feeling restored. I wake up feeling well rested. I wake up knowing that the first thing that I'm going to do is meditate. I set my alarm every morning for about 15, 10 to 15 minutes before I would actually want to get up so that I can just lay there for about 5, 10, 15 minutes and just bask in the feeling of everything is perfect as it is. Today is a new and gorgeous day. I have a great basis from which to start. I feel rejuvenated. I feel rejoiced. I feel well rested. I feel so good. It feels so good to lay in this bed. It feels so good to have these warm sheets and warm blankets wrapped around me. It feels so good to be able to stretch my limbs and know that today is going to be a beautiful day. And I wake up saying that to myself and feeling it. Even if I still feel a little tired while I'm making my bed and getting up and moving around. As soon as I start moving around, I start to feel less tired. When I'm still mo- when I'm still immobile, I feel a little bit more tired. I feel a little bit more sleepy. And that's why I set my clock a little bit earlier than I would normally get up because then it gives me that opportunity to just be a little bit sleepy and then allow myself to wake up gradually and slowly and to just be in that beautiful, blissful state that is right between asleep and awake and just just give myself a hug, just tell myself that the day is another beautiful day, even if there is no sunshine outside, even if I, I wake up in the morning and there's no sunshine, because I do wake up fairly early. I wake up um, between 4 and 5 a.m., and sometimes that is well before the sunrise. 
and then um, the sun the sun usually winds up um, rising the sun the sun usually winds up uh, being able to be visible I should say um, between 6 30 and seven o'clock in the morning and there are days where um, because we've been having some rainy and overcast type weather, we might not get some sunshine. But I still feel that the day is wonderful and that the day is gorgeous. And I'm not trying to convince myself that the day is going to be great. I just know that every day is a beautiful day and that my life is beautiful. And I have a good basis from which to start my day and I can have the best day that I decide to have. And that is what works for me. And if you find something difficult, if you find a pattern of belief difficult, or if you find that you don't feel good about a pattern of belief that you still have, and you want to change it, it is all about what works for you. And don't let anyone convince you that the only method is sitting and meditating. That the only method is waking up early in the morning. That the only method is their prescribed method that works for them. (laughs) Because my prescribed method that works for me may not work for you. I am... I used to be a night owl, now I'm a morning person. And I changed that about myself because that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to take more advantage of things during the day as opposed to during the night. Now that doesn't stop me from, you know, enjoying some nighttime affairs. Like if I were to go to a um, theater production that was taking place at night, or if I were to... um, go to a party or anything like that that would be taking place at night or going out for a late night dinner or something like that um, with friends or a partner or whatever. Um, That's not to say that I wouldn't enjoy it. Um, I have friends who are involved in um, different types of theater productions and I do like going to see their plays and um, I do like going to see musicals and a lot of musicals will take place at night. Um, I do like going to concerts, uh, especially because I have some friends who are musicians, um, local musicians, and I do like going to concerts and those will take place at night. Um, (laughs) So I do like partaking in nighttime activities such as those, but um, I am more of a day person. I like starting my day early. I like waking up early and and waking up before the sunrise so that when the sun does shine, when the sun does come up, I am able to enjoy it. And I also love being able to enjoy sunsets as well and and those early hours at dusk and, and seeing that as well. And then I like going to bed when there's still a little bit of light outside at about 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night. And waking up early and doing it all over again the next day. <laughs> that that brings me joy. And even if I wind up going to bed and starting to wind down at 8 o'clock, but I don't wind up falling asleep until about 9 or 10 o'clock, um, I still enjoy that time in between where I'm starting to calm myself down. 
I'm starting to get into that theta state and I am starting to prepare for sleep. And that is that is my day. That is how I that is how I like to spend my time. And my prescribed idea of what the perfect day is and and what my perfect life is might not work for somebody else and I understand that and I'm not here to give you a prescribed list of things that I think you should do I'm here to tell you that whatever works for you is what works best for you and that you are more than welcome to do your research and I do encourage doing research do your research Um, find what clicks with you, find what resonates with you, Um, go on YouTube and find things that you want to learn about, go on Google and and, um, type into a Google search and then find um, trusted, reliable resources for what you want to figure out. Go on Amazon or go to your local bookstore and, and find books on the topics that you want to learn more about. And find what works for you and trust me what works for you is the best way to put it find what works for you and what you can truly believe in but at the end of the day believe in yourself and have faith in yourself that is the most important thing to have faith in yourself Not just in a book, not just in a practice, not just in um, a law of attraction, not just in the law of assumption. Believe in and have faith in you. Because that, that in and of itself, is more important and more potent than having faith in something external. Having faith in yourself and believing in yourself is what will accelerate you to go down whatever path you feel works for you. So, I love you. I hope that you have an amazing and beautiful day. I hope that if it is sunny where you are, you are able to enjoy and bask in that sunshine. And... I will see you in the next episode. Bye.